0: They make you a sucker, I don't fuck no, no If you ain't mind-tired, then it's fuck. I want number some money. some money But if they get with this shit, I'm a flusher I'm in South Carolina, I'm looking for Renny's Yes, sir What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 201 of Electrified I'm your host, Eric Lyons I hope everybody is having a great day Happy Monday Everybody's going back to work. I hope you guys are off to a great work week. But me, on the other hand, I cannot relate to that. I am on spring break, okay? I'm work free for this week, so yeah, blessings, peace, and love. But happy new month, new blessing new opportunities. All right, we're three days into April. April Fool's Day is over. All right, let's get back to the regular serious business. All right, no jokes out here, you know what I mean? We are all business. I was supposed to be in here Saturday Start the month off right But I said you know what I'm gonna let the weekend pass Get back to our regular schedule You know Kick the week off right Kick the month off right You guys haven't heard from me since February But we're back There's an uptick in the action I'm happy to be back I'm happy to provide this content for you We have a lot to talk about Um, It's been a very interesting weekend A big weekend in sports and entertainment um, This this weekend, man Has proved Well, for at least this tournament I can say that I probably only watched One men's game tournament Honestly And that was when FDU won And that was only because I had money on it. Uh, Michigan didn't make the tournament I really didn't have There was no There were no real Like No school Besides maybe FDU Really pulled me in But even still I didn't even really believe In them Like This men's tournament Didn't produce any stars In my opinion Didn't produce any Body for me to be like Okay I'm invested in them I'm invested in what they're bringing I'm invested in their story I'm invested in What's going to happen next With this team Or this player Or this coach None of that for me Now the women's tournament Oh yeah For sure For sure like, I've been following along with LSU. I've seen what Caitlin Clark have been doing. You know, the South Carolina team. Like, the, the, there are teams and, and players and even coaches in this women's tournament that has pulled us all in and made us all want to watch and made us all be invested in the product and in the story that these young women have been telling throughout the month of March and early April. So, when it all came down to it yesterday, with LSU versus Iowa, we all knew this is going to be a big game. It had a big game feel, a big fight feel. It's WrestleMania weekend; everything feels bigger on WrestleMania weekend. All right, so we're going to talk about WrestleMania, but let's um and some other things. Well, let's let's stay on this uh, women's tournament first and this, this championship game that was so highly built. So Caitlin Clark has had. She had a generational run. She had a hell of a run in this tournament. Really willed and carried her team to victory. She had a 40-point triple-double. I mean, every game felt like she was scoring 30, 35 points. Close to 40 each game. She had to carry her team. Because, I mean, outside of her... Now, there is some talent. Yesterday, watching the game, you know, they have, they have a couple of shooters, but they're not Caitlin Clark. They don't have her ability to do what she does. And... I'm not taking anything away from it, yeah. Caitlin Clark, hell of a player, okay. But it just felt like when we got to this point and when we saw who was going to the championship leading up to it, even you know, before the matchup was set, all we heard was Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark, Iowa, Iowa. But LSU was the better team, obviously. You know, it, it felt like the media. And the fans found their girl. They found, oh, we're going to ride with her. Media said, yeah, this is who we're going to ride for. This is who we want to see win. I mean, hmm. you watch the Star Spangled Banner, the National Anthem, get sang yesterday. And, you know, usually when you watch those games, you know, when they do that and they, they put the camera on you, it's a big game. So they'll put it on different players from each team. They'll put it on the star of one team. They'll put it on the star of the other team. They'll maybe put it on the coach. They may put it on the other head coach. But yesterday, watching that game, as the the anthem was being sung, and, you know, you saw the flag and the holders, you know, from the D2 and D3 uh, championships uh, teams, but they kept putting the camera on Caitlin Clark. I said, like, that was very telling to me. I'm like, this is who they want to win. They, they really want this young lady and this team to win. But it just was not going to happen I mean you think about it You think about how the media Can build up a player Or build up a team For a season Or a playoff run And sometimes it just not work out Think about it Think about what we just saw With the NFL I mean from week one From preseason Everybody Just swore up and down That The Bills are going to do this Or the Bills are going to do that Right That's what everybody thought Everybody thought it was going to be the Bills Then You get Late in the season Start talking about the Bills and the Bengals And now we're talking about Oh it's going to be a Bills Chiefs AFC title game Right Bills Chiefs AFC title game Yeah that's what's going to happen It's going to happen But you got a team like the Bengals Sitting and waiting Like are y'all serious? Like did we not just go to the Super Bowl? Like are we not a good team? Like do they not have to play us? What did the Bengals do? They went on the road In the snow Beat the brakes off the bills So now Talk about where we are now This LSU team Who has had a magnificent Magnificent season Who Shouldn't have been billed As anything less Than the better team Has Had got built and and talked about Like they were the underdog like, oh, they need to do this. They need to do that. They have to stop this, that, that. All they had to do was deal with one person. I mean, be honest. There was nobody, nobody else on that Iowa team with the capability of of beating this LSU team. This LSU team has a lot, had a lot of depth, size. I'm not saying that Iowa was not a good team, but fam. It's the Caitlin Clark show. It's all it has been. That's, all, that's the only reason we have been talking about Iowa. It's because it's the Caitlin Clark show. And did she have a solid game? She played, fair, she played fairly well yesterday. Did she shoot that well? Eh. I mean, some of them fall, but hell. They all, all of them got to fall sometimes, but when they did not fall, they did not fall. I mean, it just looked like she was heaving them up there. So, you look at what she did, okay? King Clark 35 minutes, 30 points, 8 assists. You had one, two, three, other people on the team getting the double digits. And that's 13, 12, and 13. Not a lot of points, you know, helping. Not a lot of help. So, to me, this game should have been built like the 2017 NBA Finals when it was just LeBron... Going up against the KD Warriors Because that's what this should have been Caitlin Clark and Iowa should have been underdogs Man And I think that's where a lot Of the I wouldn't say animosity But a lot of the Feelings Toward Caitlin Clark Come from on the LSU side And I don't think their smoke was Necessarily for her In total But for the media Because it's like okay You guys Built this girl up On her way here She gets here We smoke her Now what? Say something Like where Where was his energy for us? Is basically what they were saying Like where where was Where was the love To our team? Right Now Flip on the LSU side I mean now the refs in this game were horrible Now I, I will say that for both sides The refs were awful There were a lot of calls that should have been made Or should not have been made I mean you had stars on both teams In foul trouble early I mean Angel Reese had to sit out the majority of the first half Because she was in foul trouble uh, Gaylon Clark had three at the half Like the refs Were calling everything And if you're gonna sit there and say, "Oh, the refs gave LSU this game," you are just salty. You're salty, and you probably didn't watch the game because if you watch the game and you know ball, you know the refs were terrible on both sides. Point blank, the refs were terrible on both sides. We can I can agree with that. They were terrible on both sides, but with the refs the real tipping point? Did they? Can, did they? Were they the reason that Caitlin Clark didn't hit all her threes? Were they the reason that Iowa had so many turnovers? Because they had a lot of turnovers. Were they the reason that Iowa couldn't stop Angel Reese in the paint? She kept going to the line? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Refs damn sure wasn't the reason that Jasmine Carson caught fire. She had 11 points in the tournament. 11. Yesterday she had 22, 21 in the first half And I mean she came with the flamethrower She came with the flamethrower bro Like she came with the ratchet She just kept letting them fly Swag them, swag them And these were like threes that When they were leaving I'm like damn is that going to go in? It went in Especially that last one before the half My god Flamethrower She had 22 then you had Alexis Morris 45. Woo! 21 and 9 for her. Wow. You had Ladesia Williams 20 points. And then Angel Reese another double-double record setting double-double. Most you, you know what I mean, 15 and 10 with five assists. And you know Angel Reese who became the star Of everything that happened yesterday With 34 double-doubles In a single season It's never been done before Probably won't see anything like that again Then you also had You know, Caitlin Clark setting the record For the most points And probably won't see anything like that again LSU scored 102 points Most in A title game in women's history Probably won't see anything like that again Until LSU does it again next year like you look at this team and this team they had a lot they have a lot of depth. They have a lot of people who can score and play defense. I just thought that they were the, they were the giant here. They were the giant. And they weren't treated like that. They weren't talked about like that. Now that we talked about the basketball, we talked about the game. I broke the game down for you cuz I sat down and I watched the game. I was excited about this game. Said okay this is my precursor This is my appetizer To take me to Wrestlemania You know what I mean This is a great game And guess what Guess who won't be watching The men's game tonight Me I don't care about it I don't I cared about that game yesterday I was invested in that game yesterday That game It was a story being told In that game yesterday That I was invested in I don't, don't I don't even know who's playing In the men's game tonight I lie to you not I don't know who's playing tonight that's how much I don't I have not cared about the men's tournament this year. I'm not. I'm not lying. I have no reason to lie. Now, now that we have talked about the basketball, we gotta. We we have got to talk about everything that came out of Angel Reese doing the "You Can't See Me" to Game Clark. And it's funny because I knew this was gonna happen. It's just, you know, I'm we're in a group message, you know, making jokes about this game, this game's a race war. This is gonna cause a race war. Oh. Twitter was even, you know, making jokes about it as the game went on. But it really <laughs> was not a joke. I'm not saying a race war broke out yesterday, but in terms of social media and, and what we've seen, listen, if you are heavily Into Twitter You know that Every now and then There's something that happens In the news or in sports That causes a real racial discourse To happen This is one of those moments You have a Iowa team That's majority white Think about Iowa itself Iowa Then you got LSU Think about where these two schools are in comparison to each other, the two cultures behind these different schools, where these women come from, their backgrounds completely different, polar opposites. Couldn't couldn't be any more different. So you got that. That's already a fact. Okay, that's already a fact, and it's sad that you know we have to talk about race in sports but it's real it's a real thing and i hate when people try to act like it's not i hate that because i don't know maybe you guys have never played sports before but i know for people who have especially if if you know listen man if you know your neighborhood is multicultural or very diverse and you know what your team looks like and you know how it is when you go into these away games where you play a white school majority white school you know the feeling when you step into that gym or, or or your or or that uh on that field it's different it's different and don't sit here and act like it's not okay so there there there's a big difference here okay so all season angel Reese has been hitting a little too small she's been doing her thing she's been celebrating and the media treated it like a, it was a problem, like oh she's doing too much. She, to to God, but humble yourself. Why? 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 Why have y'all not played sports, fam? I, at no point am I thinking oh I just hit this big shot or oh, I just got this and one. Let me just chill out. No, I'm going. I'm going to show off. You're gonna feel me. It's sports. We're competitive. The men do the same thing. Last week Pat Bev hit LeBron with too small. Then Austin Reeves followed back a couple of days later and hit bad with the two small. I had somebody you know DM me and say, "Um, oh she shouldn't have did that. Wouldn't you blowing them out at the end of the game? Blah blah blah. Why? Why is there a time frame or a time limit on when I can celebrate, fam, or or when you can celebrate? What at what point is it appropriate to celebrate?" Um, I can't celebrate before the game because, you know, we haven't won yet. But now that the game is won, I still can't celebrate? That makes no sense. Oh, they were up big when Angel Reese did it. it. Fam, during the Warriors' avalanche, we've been watching the Warriors on their run since 2015. During the Warriors' avala- avalanche, you all know what the Warriors' avalanche is. It's when the Warriors are probably down by 4 or maybe five, and you think, okay, we're in this game, and then the next thing you know, it's raining threes, and now you look up, you're down by 15. During the Warriors' avalanche, after Steph hits that one shot that, that takes the lead to 15 points, and you hear, bang, bang on your TV, as Steph Curry is shimmying his ass up and down the court, I don't hear anybody crying about that. I don't. It's not a problem when Steph Curry does it. So I don't want to hear that. Oh, it's not appropriate to be humble with his class. Fam, no. No, not trying to hear that. So just the other day, Caitlin Clark hits a shot, hits a you can't see me. Oh, Bleacher Report, ESPN, oh, everybody's eating it up. John Cena even acknowledged it. Like, it was that big. They're like, oh my God, so much swag. I can't believe she did that. Wow. Okay. Yesterday, after LSU smoked Iowa, Andrew Reese walked Caitlin Clark down, pointed at her ring finger, and hit her with her, you can't see me. Now, I don't know. I watched the game. She hit it with her once. Then she let it be known. Hey, I want you to see this. I want you to feel this. You can't see me. Remember that? I kept the receipt. Now, my wrestling fans, y'all know. There's something called a receipt in the wrestling business. It's like, all right. If you hit me a little too hard and you weren't supposed to, like you actually don't pull your punch and maybe I get hurt. Okay, I'm going to remember that. May not happen today in this match. May not happen next Monday on Raw. Maybe I'll wait six months. And then maybe i crack your head with a steel chair. Boom. For real. That's a receipt. Now, this LSU team, they watched Caitlin Clark do the You Can't See Me. They watched her not play defense against South Carolina. They, they watched these things. They took these things personal. Whether you think they should have or not, is not up to your discretion. They took those things personal. They kept their receipts. So when it was time to give that receipt back, Andrew is right there. And then it's like, oh, I've, I've seen so many different complaints. First of all, ain't everybody at Barstool can go to hell. Like Dave Portnoy, he's a clown. Okay, he is a clown. For, so for him to say anything, we're not even going to talk about that. But immediately following the game, class was class, no class was trending. It's like, wow. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew this would happen. And then it's like, oh, she didn't even do anything in the game. Fam, she had 15 and 10. I want to see y'all go get 15 and 10 at your local LA fitness. You probably won't. So to act like 15 and 10 is nothing. You're wild. You're wild. She still had a very, very much real impact on that game. Couple steals, very disruptive. You understand what I'm saying? Caitlin Clark disappeared in the second half. Did not hear from her. So, game's over. It's time. You got to get that receipt back. Because Caitlin Clark, she's been dishing out all, all year. She's been, she's been acting up. You know, the stomping and the, you know, the, the, the showboat. Fam, it, it's basketball. It's competitive sports. Everybody has a right to do that. It's no problem. But it's a problem when you start moving the goalposts. You can't big up Caitlin Clark for doing it. And then condemn Angel Reese for doing the same thing. You can't. And, and don't start talking about when they did it and, oh, it's situational. No, we just smoked your team. 102 to 85. You can't see me. When John Cena would do the you can't see me, do you think he was doing it at a respectful time? Fam, he just did it Saturday when Austin Theory was looking up. You can't see me. You can't see me was never meant to be a respectful thing. You can't see me. You're not on my level. Angel Reese let Caitlin Clark know in this moment, at this time, I'm winning a championship and you're not. You can't see me. Come on, man. You can't big up one person for doing one thing and then crucify another person for doing the same thing. We're not going to move the goalposts and talk about class. Everybody wants to talk about class why do we have to be classy in winning? Why? It's sports. It's competitive. Show off. Show your ass. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Like, this is the same thing a couple years ago in the Super Bowl when they put the, uh, I forgot who it was that did the, uh, the peace sign in Tyreek Hill's face. There was a whole discourse about that for a day. Like, fam, shut up. Shut up. When Aaron Rodgers goes to Chicago, scores, hits the championship belt, and then tells the fans, I own you. I still own you. Talk about the Bears. Y'all love that? Some people didn't. Aaron Rodgers haters didn't. But the media as a whole, they ate that up. But you know, when, when when it really boils down to is race. Unfortunately, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. We got this young black girl, boy who does her thing. She strutts her stuff. She was doing it all season. You know what? I don't. I don't have to talk. I don't have to talk. Let 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 Angel Reese do the talking, man, because she can. She can tell you better than I can. Give me one moment. Let me pull that up. She'll tell you. She'll tell you better than I can, man, because I. I can't tell you it ain't happening to me, all right listen up, listen and listen closely i'm 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 happy. I mean, all year, I was critiqued about who I was. nobody I don't yeah 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 the narrative, I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit in the box that y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood, I'm too ghetto. y'all told me that all year, but when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing. So this was for the girls that look like me, that's gonna speak up on what they they believe in. It's unapologetically you. And that's what I did it for tonight. This was for the more, it was bigger than me tonight. It was bigger than me. Twitter is gonna go in a rage every time. And I mean, I'm I'm happy. I feel like I've helped grow women's basketball this year. I'm super happy and excited. So I'm looking forward to celebrating in the next season. That's real, that's real right there, and if you think it's not, you're part of the problem. That's real, man. That's real because that's, that has been the story about her all year. She's too much, ghetto. Come on, man. Come on. And I thought I wasn't gonna ride for a fellow Baltimorean. You're crazy. Come on, man. It's for the towns, for the city. Come on. You 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 know I had to come hard for her. You feel me? I had to go hard for my girl. But come on man Let, Let's be real here man Let's be real Let's be honest I think I pretty much said all I had to say But Yeah it, it, it It's just weird It's it's strange and sad Because We don't it, it, It's It's not just This It's Joe Burrow Coming to a game With a big fur coat on Or A fancy zebra striped suit And a cap And Cam Newton doing the same thing and, and the conversations around surrounding those uh, outfits are two completely different things. Oh, look at Cam Newton. He looks crazy. He looks like a clown. Oh, Peacock. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, look at Joe Burrow. Oh, he's fire. He got that shit on. Oh, he got that shit on. Oh, he- Am I lying? I'm not. Y'all know I'm not. When would when, when I lie to y'all? I've never lied to y'all. Never. Never. Alright, so... What else happened this weekend? WrestleMania happened this weekend. WrestleMania, I mean, the biggest spectacle of them all. We we already know, wrestling fans. This this is our Super Bowl. This is what we come to see every year, and this is this has been to me. Th- this was one of the best WrestleManias I've ever watched. Let's start off with night one. But first, let me, before we get to the event itself, I just want to talk about the build and, you know, how we got here and everything. Um, That was, that was one of the things that kind of uh, made me nervous about WrestleMania because I, I, there were only a couple builds that really did it for me. I think that the... Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Sheamus, Bill was great. Obviously, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and then the Bloodline, and the Usos, and Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Obviously, that was the story of the last year, two years. That was the story that was culminating into WrestleMania. Okay, that was obvious. That was the big one. Um, I thought that Charlotte and Rhea Ripley did a good job. Uh, I, I was not fully sold on Bianca versus Oscar. I was not. I wasn't. Um, then you had the showcase matches that they just threw in there. Now Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt had a great story getting started. You know, I was in DC when that was still going on, but that got cut. So that hurt. Um I thought Rey Mysterio and Dominic was doing a fantastic job, right? Like there there were stories being told here that I was genuinely invested in. Um then you had who else did we have? That was telling a good story, man that, that made me ready for the match Okay, Seth Rollins and Logan Paul Right? That was another one Okay, that was another one I think the problem with Austin Theory and Cena Was You know, Cena's schedule, man He was only able to go to Be at one Raw Cut one promo, and that was it That was the match I mean, that was, that was it That was all they sold That was the only way they could sell you know that so that build which ended up the match was not great. It wasn't great. You know, it was great to see Cena, but the match was not great. Okay, so the build culminated into, you know, an underwhelming match. And that's real. But all in all, man, what uh what a what an event. Um SoFi Stadium is beautiful, bro. But it's in Inglewood. Stop saying it's in LA. It's very much in Inglewood beautiful stadium, but I, I'll I tell you what, those nosebleed seats may actually give you a nosebleed, like it feels like you are sitting at a different altitude than the state, like fam, it feels like they were watching that match from the Rockies, and then it's like they had some seats where you couldn't, literally couldn't see anything, like they were faced towards like this exit ramp, and I just don't know. I just, I just would much rather stay at home and watch it on Peacock. I mean, because I have every intentions on going to WrestleMania in Philly next year. It's right up the street. I'm not missing that for the world. But I'm not sitting up there with God Sting. I'm not sitting up. No, I don't care. I will save money if I got to spend two racks. I'll spend two racks to be at to see. I'm not fam. If I got to bring binoculars, I will watch it at the crib. Like, fam, no. And, and at SoFi, if you are in the nosebleeds, you're in the nosebleeds. And then they have a very weird jumbotron. It's like, it's very strange. So it's like, even those screens didn't look the best. And then they weren't working at some point during the uh, event on night one. I, yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that. It's like, they, they should have just gave those tickets away. They should have. Because it's no you you would have to pay me to sit up there. Like seriously bro you would have to pay me I'm not sitting up there fam you're crazy You're crazy Ain't no way you get me to sit up there No way Um, I thought the stage was great I thought that was probably the best uh, Wrestlemania stage we've had In a very long time Um, It just felt Big man this event felt big All right, So let's go back to night one So we had Austin Theory and, and John Cena And it wasn't the best match, man It wasn't um, It wasn't So I don't really have I'm just, It was happy to see Cena back um, I think this may be You know, I hope that wasn't his swan song I would love to see him get Ric Flair's record But I don't know, man I don't know I think Cena deserves A big one-off Maybe one more main event for him Because he only has five WrestleMania main events It's crazy I don't think Cena has won at WrestleMania since like twenty eighteen, no seventeen. I don't think Cena's won at Mania since um the Nikki Bella or the the, the Bella tag team match against Miz and Maurice, which is crazy to me that he was even in that match. So yeah, yuck. All right, so that happened. Austin Theory defeated John Cena, but then you had the Street the Street Profits, the Viking Raiders, um. Austin, I mean excuse me, um Otis and my guy Chad Gable and Braun Strowman and Ricochet Ricochet and the the Fatal Four Way WrestleMania showcase. Um, night one was so good. You know, everybody's saying their favorite matches. This match should have been in everybody's mouth because wow. They got a lot of pops out of me, man. Like they there were some spots in that match that I just could not believe. I mean, you know, Braun Strowman, he does the thing, you know, he runs around the ring, knocks everybody down, that's that's probably one of my favorite Braun Strowman moves, I enjoy that a lot, so when Angelo Dawkins got back up and just cracked him like Prime Ray Lewis, and then, you know, we're feeling that, like, wow, this is crazy, Ricochet, just, it looks like he just fell from the sky, like, what, what a match, man, that finish was great, it was nothing but action The Viking Raiders were flying If you don't know who the Viking Raiders are They are two massive men um, Braun Strowman came off the top rope it, it was it was crazy And I had no expectations for that match Chad Gable <clears throat> And Braun Strowman Had probably the spot Of the night He rolled Braun Strowman Who is 7 foot 300 whatever Chad Gable is not a a big guy he's a smaller guy a German suplex a rolling German suplex with a bridged pin I hope uh, uh, Wrestlemania usually brings out the casual wrestling isn't real crowd who used to watch it when they were kids I hope you guys are watching because that is athleticism everything you saw you cannot get in there and do that. You can't. You can't. Then you had Seth Rollins and Logan Paul who put on a freaking show. I mean, we already knew that. And Logan Paul, man, he's natural with this. He's a natural. He's a natural. His interest was crazy. Came down on a freaking zip line. I love this gear. Seth Rollins, you already know. Big Drip himself had it on. You already know that. And then Big Match Beck's. Came in there with uh, Trish Stratus and Lita, and they defeated Damage Control. I, I surprisingly, I enjoyed that match, man. Trish and Lita can still go, and they still look great in twenty twenty three, man. Trish, you look great. Okay, then we had the father and son match, man. Rey Mysterio, and Dominic. So Dominic Mysterio, they they they, fam, they leaned into the prison dom thing a lot, but it was funny at first. Still is, but his entrance—they they go pick him up from the pen. They bring him in on a wagon. He gets out with Rey Mysterio's WCW Halloween um, mask. It, 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 uh, the entrance was crazy. He comes out in handcuffs. Like, okay, Big Dom. Like you gotta respect Big Dom at this point. Like the entrance was fire. I'm like, okay, Ray, how you gonna top this? What does Ray? Because I thought Dominic was gonna come out in the in the uh. In the low rider Because he had been talking about Eddie so much I thought he was coming out in the low rider I was fully expecting that I was ready for that But that's not what happened Ray Mysterio Came out in the low rider And Fam He comes out Snoop is with him He's driving him out Come out Ain't nothing With a G thing I'm like okay we bumping We bumping And then Fam Viva la Raza. What I lie, I cheat, I still. I lie, I cheat, I still. Yo. I got What? When that came on, I like to lost my goddamn mind. Like to lost my damn mind. Just like the 80,000 people in that stadium. That was that was crazy, man. Then the match was good. I've really enjoyed that match. That was a good match. And then you had to follow that up with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair put on a freaking clinic. You say what you want about Charlotte Flair. Oh, they keep putting the belt on her. Yeah, yeah, they want her to do this and fourteen-time champion. She, she deserves it, bro. She wrestles. She wrestles. She's she wrestles, man. Her Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair, they are the best at what they do in the women's division right now. I don't in any company. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. There's nobody right now better than Bianca and Charlotte Flair. Nobody. Take it to the bank. Cash. It's the truth. It's the truth. They put on a show, man. Charlotte Flair, DDT, Ray Ripley. Damn near through the mat. Ray Ripley did this, like, German suplex, and Charlotte did a full flip. Charlotte, you already know what she does when she jumps off the turnbuckle. Insane. Insane. Then after that, you had a little surprise match with Pat McAfee and Miz. Okay, that was cool. But when you got guys like Bobby Lashley, who just had their story cut, Due to Bray Wyatt's whatever he's got going on, you got a guy like LA Knight who everybody wanted to be at WrestleMania, not on the card or Night One, Night Two. Mm, you're looking at that kind of funny, and I love Pat, but it's like, eh, do we need that? I don't know. Then to close the show, I mean, come on, man, you had the Usos going up against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and what a match that was, or the story that those guys have been telling. Um. And for to, you know, resolve and in last you know Sun Saturday night at WrestleMania with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn becoming tag team champions that was beautiful, that was beautiful man that was a good night for wrestling. Then we had night two last night which, we all know, when it comes to movies and it's hard man it's hard to come up and follow with a good sequel, but I think that WWE did an okay job. Trying to follow up Because Brock Lesnar and Omos Was another match that surprisingly I was excited for because like Omos is huge man He's huge Brock Lesnar is huge but Brock Lesnar was not huge In there with Omos and Omos was physically dominating Brock Lesnar And Brock finally got his suplexes off And F5 that big man won the match I didn't think Brock was going over um So that was a fun match I was excited to see Brock I love Brock Brock is one of my favorites. And the thing about Brock Lesnar that I love so much is when he was young and at the top of his game, he only had a 2-year run, 2 to 3-year run with the WWE. And he left. He left. Came back in 2012. And when we talk about Brock Lesnar coming back in 2012, it's 11 years ago. He's been he's been main of any WrestleManias. He's been winning championships giving us bangers i, I i've i enjoyed it man i love it so i don't know i know he's probably on his way out um so i thank you Brock. seriously i'm glad i got to see him in person back in 2021 i, I really am because i lost my mind i didn't know he was gonna be at the smackdown so great to see brock man and omaz man finally i'm, I'm glad that omaz had a good match at this stage It was great to see him wrestle He's for a big man he, he he can move man He can move Um They had a women's showcase Tag team match Which was solid Then The match of the night That I already knew For me I was looking forward to I was looking forward to This match Like I was looking forward To the main event Gunther Drew McIntyre And Sheamus It's a triple threat match I said I kept telling people Man this match Is gonna be physical it's going to be physical And it was These guys kept chopping the hell out of each other Kicking each other Slam It was so physical man And Gunther He's that guy He is that guy man I love Gunter, bro He He's going to carry that IC title for a while Man And Sheamus and Drew McIntyre man Good workers bro Great workers I love Drew I love Sheamus Sheamus has always been my guy though Even when he was like Hill First came out I thought that when um When he had turned Babyface and beat Daniel Bryan at Wrestlemania what was that That was 28 In like 30 seconds With one bro kick I thought that was the coolest shit in the world Yeah Love me some Shamus, man Um Let's see what else happened last night man Oh the Raw Women's Championship match First off Bianca Belair's entrance With the girls Man Beautiful And then to learn that one of those girls Lost their mom yesterday And she still came out And did her thing was like wow Right Wow But Bianca We already knew Her interest was going to be great And it's crazy Because as soon as her music hit I was like I don't know if she's going to be top last year's interest Because last year She had the HBCU band player out Then I saw the little girls I said Welp There it is so She topped it Like wow You know what I mean With the Bianca Belair With the Bianca Braids and how That was beautiful man Love to see that Um, Oscar's entrance was nice With the multiple Oscars you know, gave John Cena gave Eminem type vibes. I liked it. And then Oscar, man, it was a great match. Um, I don't think that Oscar was hurt by that match. I think that people are hurt that she hasn't won at WrestleMania. But we felt the same way about Sasha Banks not winning at WrestleMania, and you know what I mean. But she still put on great shows. But listen, Bianca Belair, I don't think you guys understand what we're seeing in her. She's three 0 at WrestleMania already. When Bianca Belair's music hits You look out into the crowd You got Little girls dancing Little boys dancing Women dancing But grown women I mean grown men Are dancing to Bianca Belair's Theme music Right Bianca Belair As a black woman As a woman Setting such a good example For little girls That look like her Little girls who may not look like her Everywhere I mean Because you got little girls coming to the shows With the Bianca ponytail on They love this woman And she's an athlete She's the legitimate athlete She's so strong How can you not believe in that As a wrestler fan How can you not believe in that That, Oh yeah this woman should be our champion She's marketable She's going to sell Products She's going to put asses in seats I'm not saying Oscar can't But I'm telling you That Bianca Belair is the moment right now And they're going to continue to strike While the iron is is hot She's not losing that belt anytime soon She's going to be the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion of all time It has to be done When you look at Charlotte and how many times she's had it She's damn near about to break Rick's record You don't think Bianca is going to take the longest reigning You're crazy She is money man She makes her own gear She has the charisma She has the athleticism She continues to put on bangers You can't take that away from her Right now You cannot take the ball Out of her hand right now Because if you do Okay Say she did lose last night Oh my god Oscar got her moment Okay but at what cost What would be next for Oscar Where do you take Oscar Cool man Bianca is young She is the now She is the moment Alright I'm sorry I I, I was really I knew Everybody was going to be upset after that, but I didn't care. I didn't even care to read the tweets. Like, fam, whatever, right? Whatever, man. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Um, let's see where to next. Last night, so Snoop Dogg and the Miz, man, they were hosting the show, and um, Shane McMahon comes back. I'm like, oh my god, he comes back, and Starts his match with the Miz. He jumps up. He comes down and tears his goddamn quad. Tears his quad. Legitimately tears his quad. Fam. Fam. You you gotta be you gotta be so for real, man. You gotta be so for real because you're old man, bro. Go sit down somewhere go sit down somewhere so he tears his quad miz is looking dumbfounded snoop Dogg gets back in the ring calls an audible i mean triple h gave him so much credit for this and it's is like i'm so glad that we all saw this happen in real time because i don't know what i would have done but snoop Dogg calls an audible knocks the miz out knocks him out again and then gives him the people's elbow and pins the miz one two three this all happened live that wasn't planned Snoop, that, that Miz Snoop moment was not planned, bro That was not supposed to happen Shane McMahon was not supposed to tear his quad Snoop called an audible On live television In front of 80,000 people In front of millions watching at home And said, alright, nah, look We are gonna do this Like he'd been in the business for 15 years Man, that was great Man, that was great But once again When you see Shane McMahon Come back and tear his quad Under 10 seconds You think about Bobby Lashley earlier in the night Coming out with his Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy. And you think about LA Knight not being on the card. And then we already know what's coming up next. Black Monday when the releases start soon. Black Tuesday. And it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Now, the main event. Oh, wait, whoa. Edge and Finn Balor tried to kill each other in hell of a cell. Um, I didn't really care for that match. I was honestly tired of that. But the match was good Was not bad Was happy to change the cell back to silver Because that red cell was god awful Um What else Who else man Oh Jesus Christ Edge threw a ladder at Finn Balor And really split his head open Like legitimately Legitimately split him open That was nasty But the match wasn't bad Edge won I think this was probably Edge's last Wrestlemania I think Edge is done Um In August When they go back to Serrano I think it's for Smackdown I think that's where he'll retire Um, I have not enjoyed This last You know since Edge And has had this thing With the Judgment Day I don't know I haven't enjoyed it That much I think I enjoyed his work When he first came back And I think I, I really enjoyed His work with Seth Rollins But this I haven't been a fan of Now People were legitimately Upset That Roman Reigns Beat Cody Rhodes last night. I was I was looking forward to the Cody Rhodes pyro. Was looking forward to Kingdom, and wow, it was loud. His entrance was great. His, his gear was great. The match was insane. I mean, these guys were wrestling, but it's Roman Reigns, man. It's Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief. And He's getting that thousand days man. He's getting a thousand days There's no way they want to let that I don't care It could have been 500,000 people there For Cody Rhodes last night That wanted him to win It was not happening I thought it was But it wasn't I just don't understand How you guys cannot see The fan Roman Reigns is the guy He's the guy It's the seventh main event At WrestleMania He's had the titles for over 950 days If you think they're not going to let him fall short of 1,000 You're crazy He's going to get 1,000 And then he'll probably drop But appreciate greatness Appreciate this run I don't care if you think it's stale It hasn't been This has been the best Roman Reigns I've seen And I've enjoyed every minute of it I'm wearing a head of the table hoodie right now For a reason Like what? It's like, okay, Cody finished the story And alright, cool But I, it wasn't time to finish the story last night, man It wasn't And then everybody talking about a finish Oh, he cheated Oh my god, yeah, of course he had to use the Usos Same thing every single time He's a heel <laughs> One, two Have you guys never seen a heel champion before? Like, could you imagine if Twitter was around When JBL had the belt for a year? Like, do you guys know how J- JBL was winning matches? Like, he was winning them by default. Like, he was barely winning them. Like, the Bash brothers, the cabinet was helping them. Man, it's a heel title run, bro. It's not supposed to be clean all the time. It's not going to happen that way. So, of course, the Usos and Solo Sokoa helped Roman Reigns retain last night. Of course they did, man. That's how it goes. He's a heel. It's the bloodline. Um, Overall... I think that night one was more electrifying than night two I think that the standouts from night two Match wise had to be the triple threat match Bianca, all, all three title matches were the, were the highlights of the night for me All three of them um, I thought they all were great Great stories were told um, But I think I prefer night one over night two as the, As a whole but I'm glad, I like the night one and night two thing I really think that it gives fans an opportunity To really enjoy The product, man Because seven straight or Eight straight hours of wrestling is Insane, just show, is insane Sitting somewhere for eight straight hours It's wild, so to break it up Into two nights has been a great thing Um, since the pandemic And um, I enjoy Wrestlemania, man I think this is the best Wrestlemania we've had in a very long time Um, I was not Um Everybody I wanted to win one. Uh, Bianca won. What? Roman won? What? Gunter won? What? I'm, the Street Province? What? I'm I'm satisfied. Um. I am satisfied. Um Yeah, man. Overall it was a good night. It was a good weekend for wrestling. I cannot wait for Phil Oh, and Little Uzi performed. That did happen. That was good too. But it's a good night for wrestling. Good weekend for wrestling. Uh for WWE. I can't wait for next weekend, man. Next year. I uh, in Philly. Wrestlemania 40 I will be there No matter what I will be there I hope y'all know that bro I will be reporting live From Wrestlemania next year Best believe it Believe that Believe that Um Let's see Let's see Oh my goodness man Wow 52 minutes in Still going (sighs) Where to next Where to next All right, let's talk about the new NBA and NBAPA collective bargaining agreement That was agreed upon over this weekend Because I I don't know how I feel about some of this stuff, man I don't know I just don't know I just don't know how I feel about it Some of the stuff I just don't agree with All right, so let's start off with a couple highlights A couple key things I want to start with the give me one moment pull it up all right it says in an attempt to curb load management if you don't know what load management is it's when guys like Kawhi mostly mostly Kawhi who does this decide yeah i'm just not going to play tonight i don't feel like it I'll, I'll save it for this weekend so i get it it's, load management sucks it's like fam especially me like you know i live in baltimore we don't have a team D.C. is closest team to us So When certain teams are in town And you want to go see a game Like if you're a Lakers fan And Lakers play D.C. Or blah 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 Or it doesn't even matter If you have to go Somewhere else To see a team Play basketball You spend more money Than the home team would If I Take a flight To Miami Or if I go Drive down to D.C. And the Heat are in town And Jimmy Butler doesn't play I'm going to be pissed or if I go Imagine flying to LA And LeBron And AD don't play I wouldn't be pissed. It's like When you miss out I've experienced it before When the It was a preseason game And the Packers were in town Aaron was supposed to play Like he was only supposed to play a series But it's like I'd never seen Aaron Rodgers play before I didn't find out he wasn't playing until 30 minutes before kickoff I almost left The goddamn stadium like it sucks man When you want to see the stars play And they don't play So I get it Low management is a problem But we're going to talk about A deeper problem than that Once we get finished Talking about this In an attempt to curb Low management Lost games amongst star players The NBA is tying Eligibility for postseason awards Such as All NBA teams and MVP To a mandatory 65 games played The 65 game minimum Does come with some conditions So in order to be eligible For MVP and all these awards You have to play a minimum of 65 games It's 82 game season Meaning you can only miss 17 games Like all right, you know At the beginning of the semester When your professor tells you Hey I know there's going to be some days Where you may not feel it Or you may not feel well Here you have 5 free days Use them wisely If If I'm an NBA player I'm going to use my 17 days wisely, man. So what I'm going to do. Because, listen, 82-game season, you got back-to-backs, you got long road trips. I've been saying for years, as a fan, 82 games is too much for me. I think that to fix the curb, to, to really solve the load management problem and kill the injuries and, and make the product better, and make these players play harder throughout the season. You shorten the freaking season, man. Why not make the the season sixty five games? I promise it'll be more competitive. I promise it'll be more competitive. So now, not only do I have to play, you know, more than sixty five games, you're gonna make me play in this end season tournament, which could arrive as soon as twenty twenty three. The twenty twenty this upcoming season. The event will include pool play games baked into the regular season schedule starting in November with eight teams advancing to a single elimination tournament in December. The final four will be held at a neutral site with Las Vegas as a um, prominent in discussion. Each in-season tournament game would count towards regular season standings. The two finals will ultimately play in an 83rd game. So now we're adding a game. We're adding a game. 83rd game That would not count In the regular season Winning players And coaches Would earn Additional prize money So at first You were supposed to Win a million dollars But that guy Cut in half To 500,000 Fam why Why are we doing this The season is already long It's not gonna make The players care More about it I don't give a damn What are we doing here bro Like what are we doing What are we doing what are we doing Um <sighs> The NBA and the NBA PA have agreed to increase The upper limits on extensions from 120% increase on a deal To 140% Um So that gets you this is more money I believe more money More money more problems Um let's see Okay so the NBA and NBA PA have agreed to eliminate restrictions that limited a team to two designated Supermax contract players on the roster. Teams weren't allowed to trade for a third Supermax player or sign one to a rookie extension. This rule could have a near-term um, impact on the Cleveland Cavaliers who have two super designated Supermax contract players, Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, and um, a young center Evan Mosley uh, approaching the rookie contract. So that means that now you get to pay three guys super max money That's good Okay That's good For the first time since the inception of the modern CBA in 1983 The team and league licensing revenue estimated to be worth $160 million For the 2023-2024 season will be added into a shared pool of basketball related income Owners and players split the BRI money that licensing revenue it's expected to grow annually in salary and cap, short years. That's nice. Where's the thing about the investing in WNBA? Where's that? At? Give me one moment. There was something else that was big. Um. Let me see. All right, here we go. NBA players can invest in NBA WNBA teams. Um, Under new CBA So players will be able to invest in the teams Via NBA PA select a private equity firm Players will also have the ability to promote And invest in betting And cannabis companies They will also be allowed to sign Non-gambling endorsement deals With the sports betting companies Um, There's also I think they're not testing for marijuana anymore I don't know There's a lot of good with this But there's also a lot of bad and all this is showing me is the NFL is in trouble, man. NFL is in trouble. The next the next time the CBA is up for NFL, there's going to be a lockout. Um, Because we just saw a lockout with the MLB. And, you know, they, they came out on top. The players came out on top, especially the minor league players. Um, You know, this CBA agreement, I, I know I saw Draymond Green speaking out against some of this stuff. Um, but there seems to be a little more positive than negative to an extent. Um, sometimes I didn't touch on, but I don't know. It just feels like the NBA players didn't lose too much. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, But I think that's all I got for you guys today, man. That's, that's it. That's it. You know what I mean? I, I don't have much else. Uh, I enjoyed myself today. I don't know about you guys. I, I thought this was a good show, man. I thought this was a good show. Um yeah, man. I I don't know. I, I just think that <sighs> the NBA, they do they do right by the players for the most part. I don't I can't say the same with the NFL. Especially when you want to start flexing Thursday night games. But we'll talk about that Saturday. Yes, I'll be back Saturday? Maybe sooner than Saturday. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I know I do want to give you guys another episode this week. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in, man. Um, uh, make sure you guys go retweet, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Thank you guys for listening. And um, you already know, man, for the 201st first time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified. My mama told me, told me. Never put these before my proceeds. I'm winning, I don't care who had before me. I keep my head up without no nosebleed. I'm back to the old me. My partners told me. The yellow out your back, deep. police. Ain't nobody hustling, no dolphins. Better think twice before you try to hold me. I'm back to the old me.